With us today is Senator Tim Scott. He's serving as a junior senator uh, at uh, South Carolina, but he's running for the president of the United States. Uh, welcome to New York, uh, uh, Senator Scott. John, so good to be with you again. Thank you so much for all you've done for our nation, for politics, but more importantly, the business acumen that we just walked through, talked through, and had a chance to experience. Uh, tell us, you've been on the presidential uh, uh, trail now for, uh, oh, wow, six months at least? Yes, basically. And uh, what is your experience going around the country? You know, one of the things I'll say, John, that I've learned around the country is that people are hungry for an optimistic, positive message that's anchored in consistently conservative principles. We are working towards seeing that the American dream is alive and it is well, healthy. Whether you're in the inner city of Chicago or the rural parts of Iowa, people really want to know that the American dream works for them. And you have a fantastic story about how it worked for you. We need that story all across the country so that we're restoring hope and creating opportunities in the free market system that makes so much possible. Senator, our country is under attack in so many directions. Uh, economics, borders, uh, fentanyl, our universities uh, uh, being influenced by a lot of, in a lot of ways. Yes. What would you rate, if you were president of the United States, what would you rate your number one you say, if I'm president, I'm going to go in there and fix it day one. Yeah, well, the, the biggest issue that we have may not be an actual issue. It is the drug of victimhood and the narcotic of despair is spreading throughout our country and is impacting every single issue that you just talked about. Let me just hit a couple of them really quickly. Number one, from a foreign policy standpoint, the one thing that we must distinguish ourselves from is the world that we're seeing in the Middle East. We need to be standing shoulder to shoulder and back to back with no daylight with Israel. We're seeing the devastation and the human carnage brought to the Jewish people by Hamas. We have to be very, very clear that we stand with Israel. But the drug of victimhood here at home is a big problem. We see it in the spread of socialism in our really big blue cities. We see it with overdoses in rural America, big city crime. That in part comes from this notion that someone somewhere besides yourself owes you something. We can beat that by having free markets and capitalism plus personal responsibility restore the city on the hill. We must be at our best to win this war of uh, grievance in our nation. There are people who believe that grievance is our future. John, you and I, our life stories tell us that greatness is in our future. You came from the poor side of town. I came from the poor side of town. So we both lived the American dream. You have the possibilities of being the president of the United States. You've come a long way. How do they used to say? You've come a long way, baby. Yes, yes, yes. And I thank God that I have indeed. But I have in part because America provides us both the opportunity to succeed beyond our wildest imagination. When I was growing up in that single-parent household, mired in poverty, when I looked around, my circumstances said not much is possible. But I had a mentor, a small business owner, who taught me by looking in the mirror and taking responsibility, that was the first leap in the right direction. Personal responsibility 
It's insulation for the challenges that will come your way. It's insulation because it provides you with a compass of true north. True north can be seen even in the midst of the storm if you understand that if it is to be, it's up to me. All the kids, uh, especially from single-parent homes, yes. need a mentor. So true. And, you know, I'm, I'm chairman of the Police Athletic League in uh, New York, and, and we try to help these kids of the inner city. Otherwise, they, get in tr- they end up getting in trouble. Well, John, you're doing a good job. And I remember last year, December, I was given an award. Federal Law Enforcement Foundation. You got it. And you were a part of that process and made that award possible because you and I see the same thing. When you actually play by the rules, you use hard work and dedication, also known as grit, plus respecting the rule of law. All things become possible in this country. And the more you work on providing that hope to inner city kids, the more you work at making sure that law enforcement officers and members of the community are working together, the more you do that, the more lives you save, the more crime is reduced, and the more hope is restored. Uh, Senator, uh, why is there such, I mean, Washington, there's such a mess there. Yes. I mean, it used to be the Democrats and Republicans used to work together in common sense. What went wrong? The list is too long for us to finish in the next two minutes, John. But I will say the path forward is making sure that we find common sense. It will lead to common ground. And what I have found is consistently conservative principles lead us out of the challenges that we face. Let me give you one example because you named it earlier. Closing our southern border is the right thing to do. It will slow down, if not stop, 6 million illegal crossings. But it will also save 70,000 lives that we have lost because of fentanyl, a wide-open, insecure, unsafe southern border has led to the death of 70,000 Americans. I passed legislation in the banking committee. If I were president, I would sign it. It just does one big thing. It stops the Mexican cartels from killing another 70,000 Americans by sanctioning their accounts and freezing their assets. I got that through 23 to 0 on the banking committee. It should become law this year. It's restoring common sense because I found common ground because we all love our kids and our grandkids. You're on the banking committee. That's one of the sections the, with the interest rates going up so fast. Yes, so fast. They put the banks in trouble. Well, 11 rate increases to fight back the inflationary economy created by Joe Biden's reckless handling of the economy has jeopardized the ability of first-time home buyers to buy a home because interest rates today 8%. are seven, eight, 8%. 8%. And just two years ago, it was 3%. Yes. That means that too many young starters, first starter homes, will not be purchased because young Americans cannot afford their first home. By turning the spigot off in Washington, stop spending that $4 trillion, interest rates start coming down, the economy starts going up, and the American people start benefiting by having more money in their paychecks. If Joe Biden turned on the oil spigots, 
That would it brings down the price of oil. Yes. It brings down inflation. Yes. Now, I'm, unfortunately, Joe Biden has lost his spigot. He can't find the knob. I will say I will restore that's, the knob. That's hurting our country. It's devastating our country. If we were to, my Made in America plan is focused on one thing, build, not borrow. That creates 10 million new jobs, three-plus million in our energy sector. I'm in the energy business. Yes. And I'm going to spend one more minute and tell you, they, they took Iran from 400,000 barrels a day to 3.4 million barrels a day when yes. they, they weren't supposed to. And Iran is now making a profit of $2 billion a week. Yes. And that $2 billion a week goes towards terrorism. The f- biggest funder of Hamas devastated Israel just October 7th, less than about two weeks ago when this show airs on next Sunday. $80 billion, according to some reports, over the last 40 weeks coming into the hands of Iran helping to fund Hamas. The one thing I have focused on, because I know that is factually accurate, $6 billion paid for hostages. Those dollars are fungible. 90% of the money comes from Iran for Hamas. Freezing those assets, like my legislation does, I would sign that as President of the United States. $90 oil is funding Russia for their wars. It's funding Iran for their wars. It's time for America to be energy dominant. Let's export our oil. Let's not be dependent on Russia or on Iran or the Middle East when we have the resources to simply depend on ourselves. Senator Tim Scott, thank you so much for coming into New York, and uh, it was a pleasure talking to you. And and uh, you have common sense solutions, and, and I wish you good luck in the presidential race. And uh, uh, God bless America. Thank you. Thank you, John, very much. God bless you. God bless the great United States of America.